Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman zooms to Jimmy Olsen's rescue and moves closer toward exposing the vicious plot of the bigoted Knights of the White Carnation. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, I'm going to pass out a little advice right now to all the fellas in the gang. You know, I've discovered that the girls are coming mighty close to collecting more comic buttons in that new series from packages of Kellogg's Pep than the fellas. And you don't want that to happen, so you better get busy. That's my advice. And say, it's a load of fun, isn't it, gang? Mighty exciting when Mom opens a new package of Pep to see which button is inside. Maybe it'll be Judy or Corky, or uh, the Little Moose, or Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate so that you can trade with one of your pals. And that Pep comic button is bound to be mighty keen-looking. Bright comic strip colors on a sparkling white background. A real humdinger. But you know, the best part is, it's so easy to get these Pep comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep and look inside every package you open for your prize. And say, you can look forward to some mighty good eating, too, when Pep heads the breakfast menu. These good whole wheat flakes have that good flavor that makes you want to eat hearty. They're loaded with catchy sunshine flavor. That's P-E-P, gang, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. Angry because four star players on the Metropolis High School basketball team are of foreign ancestry, a secret group of vicious hate mongers who call themselves the Knights of the White Carnation set out to drive the boys off the team. And before an important game, two of the boys, Tony Rizzuti and Cass Pulaski, were beaten up. As a result, Metropolis High was defeated. Then, that night, a professional gambler falsely stated that he had bribed Rizzuti and Pulaski to throw the game. And they were arrested. Certain the boys were victims of a frame-up, Clark Kent arranged for their release on bail. But the next morning, he received a phone call from the Metropolis coach, telling him that cub reporter Jimmy Olsen was in danger at the high school. As Superman, Kent left for Metropolis High, where at this moment, Jimmy stands in the gymnasium, his back against a closed door, threatened by hundreds of shouting, milling students. Listen. Oh, go with that just a minute, fellas. Listen to me, will you? the angry mob of students surges forward against the locked door, placing Jimmy Olsen and others who have gone down in danger of being trampled. The crowd is about to throw itself against Coach Reed's door when suddenly there is a great burst of wind, and a figure in blue costume and flowing red cape flashes into the gymnasium above the heads of the milling mob and thuds down before the cracking of his door. Wait a minute. Hold everything. What goes on here? Superman. Superman. Stand back, everybody. I'm okay. 
they say they threw the game last night. Oh, so that's it. Wait a minute. Just a minute, please, fellas. Stop yelling and listen to me, will you? Wait a minute. Hold it. Now, look. You know this isn't the American way of doing things. Only poor sports and cowards form mobs and take the law into their own hands. That's telling them, Superman. How about the team throwing the game? Yeah. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. To begin with, I don't believe Pulaski and Rizzuti threw the game last night. Oh, it's oh, it's a That's a lot of baloney. Jim's right. I have reason to believe that the gambler mentioned in the papers lied and that Pulaski and Rizzuti were framed. Framed? Hey. Yes, I said it were framed and I'm going to prove it. Now, for heaven's sake, clear out of here and go back to your classrooms, all of you. Be thankful that nobody was seriously hurt. Come on, Jim, let's go see the coach. Jim, Jim, are you okay? Oh, sure, coach. I, I was just coming out. I would have been in a bad way, though, if Superman hadn't showed up just when he did. Why? Why, it is Superman. That's right, Coach Reed. Where are the members of the team? Well, I, I managed to slip them out to the principal's office against their will, of course, while Jim was holding the fort here. I see. Look, please don't get the wrong idea of our students, Superman. They would never have taken part in a riot like this if they hadn't been stirred up by outside agitators. Outside agitators? That's right. Yeah, and those dirty pamphlets. Pamphlets? Well, well you yeah. see, they... oh, Just a moment. Wait a minute. I, I want to know all about this, but I can't stay at the moment. Suppose you, Coach Reed, and you, Jim, give Clark Kent all the details. He'll, uh, he'll see that I get them. Well, Jim asked me to phone Kent, Where but is I... he? he'll be in the principal's office in a few minutes. So long now. Up and away! What I'd like, Mr. Raiden, is to know more about what started the excitement this morning. Jim and Coach Reed here say outside agitators were involved. Is that true? So I understand. But I'm sure Mr. Reed can tell you more than I know. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Kent. It all started... Uh, excuse me, Jim. Wait a minute. Suppose we let Coach Reed tell us what he knows first, huh? Oh, okay. Go ahead, Coach. Well, I, I was a little late getting to school this morning because the district attorney wanted to see me about this gambling charge. Uh-huh. But as I understand it, when the students began arriving... They found two men in front of the building passing out these pamphlets. And disgraceful things, completely un-American. Yeah, you ought to see them, Mr. Kent. I'd like to. Is there one here? Yes, I've got one. Here. Take a look at that. Thanks. Great Scott. Students of Metropolis High, the athletes who sold you out last night and discredited you and your school are foreigners. Foreigners? Disgraceful. What a dirty lie. Those boys are all good Americans. Of course they are. Go on. Read what else it says. Okay. These foreign boys and their families have different ideals from yours. They will do anything for money, and unless they are stopped, they will ruin our great country. How about that? Easy, Jim. It's up to you to show them they don't belong in our schools. Don't delay. Act now. How do you like that, Mr. Kent? I don't, Jim. Why, this is the sort of poison that turns Americans against each other. It's the dirtiest, most vicious thing in the world. And the most unfair. Yes. And this is the kind of stuff these fellows were passing out to the students and, and talking to them, getting them all stirred up against Tony Rizzuti and, and Cass Pulaski. Of course, that started the riot. Naturally. The students had their hearts set on winning the state championship this year, you know. When these agitators made them believe their four stars had sold them out... And it isn't true, Mr. Kent, believe me. I know all four of these boys. I've worked and played with them. And they're swell youngsters, excellent students, popular with their schoolmates. It's fairly obvious to me that a gang of hate mongers are behind this whole thing. They're out to discredit the four-star players on your team. Then use that to discredit all American youngsters of foreign extraction. Oh, no. Yes, and what's more, I think Charles Canfield knew that and was murdered to prevent him from revealing the identity of the hate spreaders. Cheapers. Canfield. 
You you mean the millionaire who was found dead the other night? Yes, you see, just before he was killed, Mr. Reed, he phoned Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet, and told him he had a story that would blow this town wide open. Oh, so. When he was found, he had a newspaper clipping in his pocket with the photograph of the Metropolis High School team. And the names of four of the players were underlined. Say, that's well, right. I remember now. The underlined names were those of the four boys whom these hate spreaders call foreigners. So now we know the kind of men we're up against. They're not men, rats. Right, Jim. And unless I miss my guess, they won't stop with Canfield's murder in this one incident. I think they're out for bigger game. That is, to spread hate and violence through Metropolis. We've got to find them and lock them up before they run wild. You're very right, Mr. Kent. But how can we do that when we don't even know who they are? Their agents disappeared after passing out their poison pamphlets and starting the riot. Oh, wait a minute. Some of the students ought to be able to identify them. Jack Wilson saw them. Jack Wilson, captain of the team? Uh-huh. He's the one who phoned me to come down here. Where is he, Jim? I told him to wait in the study room upstairs. Would you like to see him, Mr. Kent? I certainly would. Very well. If you'll wait a moment, I'll have him sent down here. Tell me this, Jack. Did you get a good look at these agitators? I sure did, Mr. Kent. Well, that is one of them. And what did he look like? Well, he was a tall, thin guy, uh-huh. about 30 years old. Yeah. Pale, pasty face and small kind of glittering eyes set close together. Say, that sounds like a perfect description of the man who tried to bribe me to keep Pulaski, Rizzuti, Kaplan, and Kelly on the bench last night. Once more, he answers the description of one of the two men who beat up Rizzuti and Pulaski after the, before the game last night. Jeepers. Then he's the guy we want. Right, Jim. This gives us something to start with. Now, look. I'm going over to the district attorney's office and get a search started for this fellow. The rest of you spread the word around school to be on the watch for those men, because it's just possible that they'll show up again. I'll call an assembly of all the students, Mr. Kent. I'll put this whole matter before them and warn them to notify me if those men appear again. Swell, Mr. Aiden. Jim. Yeah? You better stick around here for a while and report progress. Okay. But be careful. In fact, all of you be careful. You see the men we want, report them at once, but don't tangle with them. We know now they're the type of hate-mongering snake who won't stop even at murder. So be careful. Repeating his warning to avoid danger, Clark Kent leaves Metropolis High School for the district attorney's office. Unaware that the man he is about to begin his search for, the tall, thin man with the pasty face and small, glittering eyes, is just emerging from a car in an alley near the school building. That means there's more action ahead in the exciting climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, what's more fun than prizes? And what prizes are more fun or as easy to get as those nifty comic buttons in that new series you're all collecting from packages of Kellogg's Pep? First off, it's exciting to see which button is inside every time Mom opens a package of Pep. There were 18 new and different buttons in this series, you know. Old funny paper favorites like Brenda Starr and, and Cindy and Spud and the Little Moose and uh, Goofy and Beezy and Superman, of course. And say, if you happen to get a duplicate, well, that's even more fun because then you can trade with your pals and you still get a new button for your collection to wear with your others on your jacket or your dress or cap. So get busy, gang. Collect all 18 different buttons in this new series. Just ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pet. That's all you do. You don't send it any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these prizes anywhere. You just look inside every package of Pep you open, and there's your new comic button. And say, Pep's a prize package for good eating at breakfast, too. Remember that. Crisp and tender whole wheat flakes and fresh as can be. And loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor. That's the Sunshine Cereal Gang. It's super delicious. So ask Mom for P-E-P. The Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As we continue now, shortly after Clark Kent's departure, it is the luncheon period at Metropolis High School. 
Jack Wilson, center and captain of the basketball team, is sauntering toward Jim Olson in the schoolyard when Jim calls to him to hurry. Hey, Jack. Jack Wilson. Come here, quick. What's the matter, Jim? What's cooking? That, that guy. The one who passed out pamphlets and made speeches. Yeah, what about him? He just came out of the lunch wagon across the street. He did? Uh-huh. He's talking to a couple of the students. Uh, see? There, there he goes now. Gosh, that's the guy, all right. Come on, we'll tell Mr. Raiden and he can call the police. No, wait. He's going down the street now. He'll be gone before we can get help. Well, what'll we do? Come on with me. We'll follow him. But wait, Jim. Mr. Kent I said... know, but we'll be careful. Come on, we've got to see where he goes and what he's up to. But gee whiz, Come Jim. on, before he gets away. Afraid that the agitator might get away, Jimmy Olsen and Jack Wilson disregard Clark Kent's warning and set out after the tall, thin man who was walking rapidly toward a nearby alley. This man, as we know, is responsible for beating up Tony Rizzuti and Casimir Pulaski and is the associate of the murderous Knights of the White Carnation. Will he lead Jimmy and Jack to an important discovery or into danger? We'll know tomorrow, gang, so don't miss tomorrow's thrill-packed episode. Be sure to tune in. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, answer me this. What does Snap, Crackle, and Pop stand for? That's right, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, those golden bubbles of oven-popped rice that Snap, Crackle, and Pop in milk. They're so crisp, they why they fairly sing. You've probably heard them at breakfast time. And you've seen those famous little elves snap, crackle, and pop in cartoons and on the Rice Krispies package. So tomorrow morning, ask Mom for the cereal that's fun to listen to and fun to eat. The one and only snap, crackle, and pop cereal, Kellogg's Rice Krispies. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.